Hello, everybody. Welcome to the No Breaking Podcast here again on site for the bonus that we've got for the OG Motor Show. And I've got Mr. Crash yeah. with me with his well-deserved <laughs> nickname, as we I just understand from his not motorcycling days, but his go-karting days. Yeah, yeah, they were very few days, but they were eventful. It was an eventful day, <laughs> and for sure. So let's be honest about this. It's this is not ha- doesn't happen very often where I get fellow podcasters, yeah, on the show uh, that I'm also willing to happily share my space with that I've managed to secure. Yeah, I, I kind of came around the corner and saw somebody's microphone set up, and I was like, "Ooh, this is a quiet corner of the show." <laughs> yeah, so. Let's. So you run the Cafe Racer podcast, correct? And you've been doing it now for a number of years. We've, as I've got all the backstory now, before we go to air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seven years now. I actually started on the day my son was born. Okay. Uh, so it's exactly the same age as my son. Um, I, everybody's like, "How did you start a podcast? Like, was like, wow, the day he was born? Like, weren't you like at the hospital? You know, while he was being born." But uh, he was born via C-section, so okay. like, there was so like just, kind of a recovery uh, yeah, period. Like, just get that whip, steak knife in. Yeah, exactly. Done. Like a babyectomy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so my, while, while my wife was recovering, I managed to record a podcast. While she was under the drugs. Yeah. yeah. And so she was hassling you, and, every, and everyone, someone else was taking over, Junior, and then it was like, yeah, all right, good to go. Yeah. So what's your background, and how did you get to come become a podcasting host? Where did this all start, and everything so, else in the sun? Yeah, I, um, way back, I, you know, I grew up being told by my parents, hey, it'd be really awesome if you didn't ride motorcycles or get tattoos. And for the listeners, I'm, I've got quite a few tattoos to go along with my motorcycles. Uh-huh. Uh, as, as you can see, I, I listen really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow directions that's, that's, yeah, very well. That's the way to go, right? Well, I, I had an uncle who was a Harley guy through and through. Um, he had like a 72 uh, you know, full dresser mm-hmm. that I was fascinated with as a kid. And I didn't, and when I was younger, I didn't know really that there was anything other than Harleys. I mean, I knew that other motorcycles existed, but in my mind, the only true motorcycle that I could ever, would ever want to ride is, is a Harley. Mm-hmm. And then one day I saw a BMW R1200C, which was their cruiser, Yep. and was immediately just like, oh, that's, that's different. That's, I like that look a lot. And so that was just enough of sort of an outlet to get me to look at other motorcycles. Uh-huh. Um, the local BMW motorcycle dealer always had like cool little events going on and was very encouraging of this teenager who liked to come hang around the shop and didn't know how to ride a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I took the motorcycle safety course like right after I graduated high school and joined the Navy shortly thereafter and bought my first motorcycle, which was a 1982 Honda Nighthawk 650. Okay. Um, I have this thing for buying unusual motorcycles in terms of like it was the only year that the 650 looked the way that one looked. Mm-hmm. It was like different because it was sort of a transition between... And there's nothing wrong with buying something, as we might say in the trade, rare rather than... or unique. Yeah, I just... Rather than saying it's an odd thing. Right. It it's just, rare I guess and unique. The, it's got a yeah. cadence that comes along with it. Well, the other thing about the rare and unique thing is a lot of times I don't realize I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I get it and then I find out, oh, that's the only year it ever came out that way, so... It might be kind of hard to find parts. No, never happens, right? Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> um, and That's uh, when you've just dismantled the engine and you just need that one piece that's yeah. going to be three months in a waiting list. Right, or it doesn't, have an doesn't, doesn't yeah, exist. exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and so, yeah, that was my first bike. I rode that for about a year, and then I bought a Triumph Speed Triple, mm -hmm. and it tried to kill me several times, but I loved it anyway. Yeah. Uh, I sold it because I realized I was going to kill myself on it and bought a 1973 Kawasaki Z1, mm -hmm. the original Z1. Like, the first year they came into the States, fastest motorcycle in the world at the time. I got to work on that a heck of a lot more than I ever rode it. Uh-huh. And then eventually that thing got sold to a guy in Australia. Yep. And I went without a motorcycle for a little bit. How how did he do it? Did he spend more time riding it or did he spend more time fixing it? Or he sort of left it at that? He was going to do a much more thorough restoration on it. Uh. So his he was a like a, a motorcycle restoration like guy. Mm -hmm. That was his thing and he had always wanted to do a Z one. And so as soon as my very cheap Z one popped up on eBay, he was like Sold. Yes. I, I don't think it was on eBay for more than thirty minutes. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Like, he had an, an uh, Which <laughs> is an a alert sure, set up. That is a sure sign you that have you asked might have too little too for little. that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I should have should have asked for more. But I was just happy to have it go to a new home that mm -hmm. was going to take care of it properly. Yeah. Because I was not able to do that. Then I got a 2009 Triumph Bonneville, mm -hmm. which, again, with the rare and unique thing. That Did this one try and kill you as much as your old Triumph? No. That's nope. good then. That's always po more positive. Yeah. For the family life. It doesn't have quite the same evil spirit that the Speed Dribble did. Mm -hmm. So the, the 2009 Bonneville is the first year of mag wheels and fuel injection. So... Mm -hmm. For a few years, I felt like I had another motorcycle that no one made parts for. Yeah. But they've been around long enough now that there's plenty of stuff for them. Um, and I also now have a, a KTM 1290 Super Duke GT. So, like, that's the sport touring model. Yeah, which is a little bit... It's nice, comfortable, easy. It's comfortable, and it is scary fast. It's basically the Speed Triple's craziness with hard saddlebags and a windshield. Yeah, and, and a little I love more it. comfortable to ride, yeah. right? Um, as far as the podcast goes, I, I was listening to podcasts. I've, I've been listening to podcasts almost since their inception, mm -hmm. since I've ever heard of them. And, you know, podcasts come and go. If, you know, if you, there, there will be, you know, there, there'll be somebody that's putting out episodes every week or whatever with like extreme regularity. And then they just kind of disappear. Yep. And, and all generally those ones, if the, well, the, the, the other type that's like only has like four podcasts, but they have like the best podcast name yeah. and you're like, damn. Right, yeah. That name. Um, so, I kind of was listening, and then most of the pod the motorcycle podcast at the time that I was listening to kind of just disappeared. And I said to myself, like, I want to. There's a show that I want to listen to mm -hmm. that doesn't exist. Why don't I just start trying to do that? And so I, at the time, it was sort of like peak cafe racer uh, zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. There was the cafe racer TV show on. Everybody at the time knew about the Cafe Racer magazine, and so I was like, okay, I'll do a show called the Cafe Racer Podcast, because my Bonneville at the time was set up as a Cafe Racer with mm -hmm. clip-ons and rear sets and the whole nine, and so that's how the name, you know, we got, that's how I decided on the name, and now we talk about pretty much everything, because me and my co-host each have motorcycles that fit the cafe racer thing but we also each have ktm 1290s yeah and then you also like maybe go to different events that don't always cater to that exactly yeah, yeah. um like this one today it's not really but then yes right the this time. is a very eclectic incredibly show. eclectic show i can't if if anybody is in the well if anybody has the means to get to the og show ever in their life it is so much fun yeah 
It is a great show. There's like art exhibits. Mm-hmm. There's the beer garden. There's all the custom bikes. Some all of that fancy coffee. So it means I'm not going to sleep till like there is a lot next of fancy Wednesday. coffee. Yeah. Um, there's fancy whiskey and wine and tequila. Yeah. And beer. <laughs> I know it keeps there's so much, uh, and then I can get a haircut. So after I've done that, and I don't know what I could, they can cut my hair and shave me, and I'll be. Yep. It's perfect. Yeah, it, it's just a great event. I'm really happy to be here. So. So with being that said, um, it might be a giveaway in the name. Yeah. But where can people find your show? It, I know this is going to come as a shock. CafeRacerPodcast.com. Oh, or, I, was, I never would have guessed it. <laughs> or if you look up that phrase, Cafe Racer Podcast, on Instagram or Facebook or iTunes or whatever, you'll find us. Um, one of my favorite things I just saw... Um, Someone, somebody I met, someone I met yesterday looked up the show on the Apple Podcast app. Yep. And she was like, oh, you guys have a 4.5 star review thing. And I'm like, oh, cool. I haven't looked at that in a while. And she's like, oh, look at this first review. It's a one star review of somebody saying, like, this show used to be family friendly. I, I can no longer listen to it in the garage. He dropped two F-bombs on the last episode. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> I made someone mad. People are getting emotional. I have done something. You are a certified badass. <laughs> I don't know about that. I just I like the the idea that I got someone to react emotionally to mm-hmm. what I did, whether it was positive or negative. Um, no pa- no publicity is bad publicity. Well, that is very true. Just but, ask the president. Uh, well, that, yes, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's certainly one way to go about it. But uh, does that mean you've stopped dropping the f bombs? No, I'm. You said flash this, right? I, so I. At the very beginning of doing the show, I was often recording with my infant son in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was the one that was basically just dropping it all. Yeah, he just, he swears. He was like a sailor. He was taking it from his dad, yep. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was ve- being very conscious not to swear. Mm-hmm. And then, as I'm a, I am a sailor, so it comes quite naturally. Yep. And so I would, I would make a conscious effort not to. And then every now and then over the years, I'll just, like, it'll kind of, like, happen kind of organically but i'm still not i'm still keeping it fairly toned down i'm not like it's not a sailor cast yeah but i guess in the last episode i was somewhat emotional about something and uh, it does happen let fly with the f word yeah twice oh. um, i mean if it had been three times who knows what what score would have given pod- you a three yeah the podcast police would have come and taken away and my got that, license that that the uh, parental advisory yeah, explicit, yeah, explicit warning tag. slapped on you yeah. And maybe Walmart would have pulled it from the shelves. Yeah. If it was sold there. Yeah, if it were sold at all. <laughs> but uh, speaking of that, well, I want to thank you again for taking the time. Or since you're ambushed, and then I'll let you, I guess, use the space when you need it. Thanks. I appreciate it. It was lovely to meet you. I'm, you know, glad to have run into you here. Yeah, no, no. Thank you so much. And thanks again, Lissa, for everything. And you'll hear from me a little bit later. Or in this case, probably this is going out on a Monday. So if you want to listen to me, you can hear me on a Wednesday talk about something else. But then, all done, guys. Bye-bye.